Chat on This are a series of conversations designed to be thought-provoking, informative, and offer an empowering approach towards well-being for your family. Brought to you by Advanced Health Chiropractic. We are so focused on heading into the school year with really vibrant, healthy teenagers and healthy brains. And so it's only natural we're going to be talking about learning. So hopefully everyone's still very relaxed. They're in the summer zone. Maybe you're walking on the beach listening to this or you're listening to it in the car and everyone in your family is about to learn about uh, the tips and tricks we have for learning success this year. So what we're going to start with is the science around how the teen brain works and how we can set it up for success in the classroom for 2023. Katie, can you please take us away? Here we go. I like it. So I guess fundamentally, the teenage brain is wired to allow them to thrive in the world. This developmental stage is all about their drive for independence and to be socially accepted. So it's a it's an interesting, tricky stage where they really do need to start to explore life away from mum and dad. And at the same time, their world is completely shaped and influenced and driven um, by their social peers, the people they hang out with. So synapses and neural connectivity in the brain are basically plastic and they're completely shaped by experience. And what that means is that as the brain is wiring up, it will wire up in a way because of the experience that it has. So how we do things, when we do things, who we do things with really is shaping the future of that brain mm, it's all based on experience isn't it um i know if you follow our social media at all we've talked recently about mirror neurons and we've talked about wiring up this environment and how do we set that really strong from from the get-go for all of our kids so this is so relevant and so interesting it is so interesting the brain learns by modifying itself in response to receiving information from both its internal and its external environment. So it does this through the different senses. So um, it does it through what we're seeing, through our sight, through our smell, through sound, through our taste, through what touch, knowing where we are in space and also balance. So there's sort of seven different senses that the body is constantly adjusting, correcting, and wiring itself according to those. Um, I've just sort of a, a great example of the teenage brain in action. And this comes from my beautiful son, Tom, <laughs> who's 15 and is a gorgeous soul. And he, there have been times where I may have been guilty of accusing him of not listening to me because he seems distracted and he seems to always be doing something else. And yet I want to get his attention and I want him, I want to feel confident that he's understood and or if I'm asking him something, for, for example. But what completely floors me every single time is I can assume that he's not taken anything in. And in my internal chit-chatter, I'm thinking, oh, gosh, he's not listened to me and I'm going to have to repeat myself. He will then astound me by stop playing with the football beside me and then repeat everything I've just said to me. Um, and I think this is a classic case where we all learn in different ways. So, for example, with his brain, he is definitely one of those kids who needs to move in order to take on new information, in order to make sense of his world. So he is much better to be kick, literally kicking a ball around as 
we're having a discussion, he will be more engaged than if he was looking me in the eye. So just really fascinating understanding how we all learn um, and take on information so very differently. It um, it just takes me back to something that you said, which I just, it uh, hits so well, that teenagers' brains are wired to allow them to thrive in the world. Of course they are, mm-hmm. right? All of our brains are wired to allow us to thrive but what we notice more and more is we tend to let life get in the way of that or something might be inconvenient. A way that our body is designed to work may not fit society and it may not fit um, what's convenient, quick, fast and easy. But if you just take a moment and like you just described with that uh, scenario with Tom to actually find a way that works for that particular brain, we all thrive. And it's just about understanding that. So yeah. that was really cool. We are designed to thrive. Absolutely. And you think about someone like Tom's having to sit still in a classroom and take mm-hmm. on information, whereas if he was able to interact with others or walk around, it would be a very different experience for him. So very interesting when we consider those differences. So for teenagers, the other very, very important fundamental part of being a teenager is social interactions form powerful, is a powerful determinant of their, of their learning. So they depend upon their social peers and group around them and they have to feel safe and um, comfortable with those peers in order for that brain to be able to take on new information. Feeling part of the group and being included are so important and they will strongly influence the success of learning and the overall success of that teenager. Um, what's interesting is teenagers have a heightened sense of social sensitivity. Uh, this occurs across adolescents. So they really, truly do care about what other thinks, thinks of the, how others think mm-hmm. of them. And that view is paramount. So it's not um, fickle. It's a really strong drive in their neurology. Um, so this is all linked into the development of that prefrontal cortex. Um, and it's very highly influenced by the hormones that are raging during puberty. So they have to learn through their peers. Their social connections are paramount to their learning and their development. At the same time, their hormones are raging and their prefrontal cortex is coming online. Um, They're incredibly sensitive to what we say, how we say it, and what others say about them and what they think others Mm. think and say about them. So imagine if you've got all, and we all have had all of this gone on, we've all experienced being a teenager, So you're navigating all of that in part of just your daily life, then trying to perform in school, in sports, what have you. Imagine if your nerve system is interfered with. It just makes that process so, so much harder. So much harder. And I think we all know that teenagers get a pretty bad rap. It's not uncommon for them to be referred to as being naughty or risky or silly or lazy or sluggish. Um they're truly often mortified by their parents um, or woefully embarrassed by them. By understanding how their brains are wired, we can start to understand how we can support them to thrive. Uh, Let's face it, we'd all benefit a whole lot more if we could understand what's going through their heads. Yes. Um, So it's interesting. The teenage brain, the research shows, is actually wired to test boundaries. It's part of their natural development. Um, It's linked to evolution. 
um, and our need to be independent and to be able to thrive on our own. Now, what's really fascinating is if when we go down that evolution pathway and we think about us back in the caveman days, it was really important from a genetic point of view that um, our teenagers left the clan uh, because in order for them to thrive in the world, they needed to essentially procreate with a different group of people. Mm. Um, otherwise, the gene pool would not have survived. So that drive for independence is very much tied into our revolution. Um, <clears throat> so this is linked also to our pleasure centers um, and the hits of dopamine that we actually get by seeking out riskier behaviors. So as we try and test the boundaries and seek um, independence away from our parents, we're going to be trying new things, novel things, and every time something happens or we try a slightly riskier behavior, our brain gets a huge hit of dopamine that reinforces us to do more. Um, and this is all happening in our teenage brain. So dopamine definitely makes us feel happy, exhilarated. It's our pleasure center. So the crazy thing is, is that teenagers literally have higher amounts of dopamine. So it does actually cause them to overlook negative consequences of their behavior. So when that child, um, maybe newly has their driver's license, shouldn't be driving others around. Their peer group says, come on, you can do it. You can drive us. It's only one person. It's only down the road. They're not necessarily being naughty. They literally, a brain is wired to give it a go. Um, so I think it's sometimes important to re recognize that, that they're not doing things to act out, that sometimes it is part of that neural development that's going on. Does that make sense, Lydia? Mm, yeah. I just think good luck to the family, though. <laughs> um, that the brain is actually wired to not to overlook those negative consequences. It freaks me out. I mean, certainly as a mother of two teenagers. If we just throw the good news in here again. This is why we check and adjust teenagers to allow uh, optimal development. That's exactly right. So... As teens have these new experiences, the brain will start to prune what's not useful to them. Um, and it will definitely strengthen uh, what is useful. And, and that strengthening um, occurs by myelination of those neural pathways. So it makes the neural connection quicker and more efficient. We literally gain white matter and lose gray matter in the brain, which I thought was interesting. So mm -hmm. for some of us geeks, that means a lot. So the, the white matter means that there's more myelination, there's faster neural connections, and the gray matter, less of those. So the other interesting thing that goes along with that adolescent time is the need to harness creativity and critical reflective thinking in our teens. Um, and this really helps with the pruning process. I think often, and I've talked to a few of my teens in practice over the last couple of weeks as we've been preparing for this series, there is a feeling from our teens that they often get held back when it comes to reflective thinking and creativity, particularly from older generations. Mm. But the research shows us that a teenage brain, there almost are no bounds. So if you give a teenage brain um, a problem to solve um, that, and you give them a uh, 
and you and you make it clear that there are no boundaries, that the solutions that they will come up with are very, 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 research has proven this, different to the solution someone who's in her 40s would come up with mm. because I have literally pruned my brain in a way mm. that might be quite self-limiting. So I guess I'm saying this is that we really want to, as parents of teenagers, um, is harness that creativity and that self-reflection and that in that self-reflection they're pruning um, a more efficient brain. And so does that help them um, to expand their own kind of thinking and opportunities? And <laughs> Yeah, I think all too often we, I, maybe this is a bit old-fashioned of me, but it, it, it's definitely a case of, you know, you, you don't know, you're not experienced enough yet what would you know you're just a teenager mm. but I think this is this research kind of turns that on, on its head and says well actually these teenage brains are phenomenally creative and let's bring that to life because we know that everyone's brain has the power to change but if they're in this really um creative state like you say we want them to experience that to its full extent. Yeah. So the things that really help with these um, the fundamental pillars, we talked about this in a previous podcast, are definitely keeping the nervous system clear of any interference. Chiropractic care helps with that. Exercise, good nutrition, and good quality sleep. Those four pillars are going to definitely help with this learning and this development of the brain. So can we hone in a little bit on the chiropractic care then? Um now, obviously, that is helping brain development, or I should say it's removing any interference to brain development, meaning that can go, that can carry out its normal and its usual process as was intended amongst our bodies. So, Katie, can you just dive in a little bit more about this? What is actually happening in our child's brain when we are able to adjust them? And how is it that this is going to support learning and Success in school. Yeah, sure. So making sure the brain is wired for success um, by ensuring the nervous system is operating optimally without interference is where chiropractic does come in. Um, essentially, the easiest way of determining if there is any interference is simply by scanning the spine and nerve system, which we do uh, routinely in practice. So we look at things like heart rate variability. This helps us to determine whether that teenager is in a state of fight or flight or whether they're in a nice state of ease or rest, digest, and um, that calming, healing state, um, we'd be able to determine from the heart rate variability whether that child was um, well-rested or whether, in fact, they were sleep-deprived. Uh, we'd look at surface electromyography, or SEMG, which measures the postural output of the muscles that attach onto the spine. So when the spine is moving and functioning optimally, those muscles will be working normally uh, and within a certain range. But what all too often what we find is that when there's abnormal movement of the spine, it will cause a huge amount of increased energy expenditure of certain muscles in the spine. The thermography helps determine where and if there's any nerve interference to that autonomic nerve system. Mm -hmm. Um, and we put that all together and that really helps us determine, um, you know, how we can try and help that nerve system back to a sense of ease. So when it comes to thriving in school, the best way we can support our teens is by ensuring they develop the essential skills for adulthood. Um, these include self-reflection, critical thinking, independence and social bonding. We've talked about these. These fundamentals will assist with this development and having the nerve system spine, uh, sorry, and spine 
functioning optimally, along with that good nutrition, great sleep and some movement will help you and your team thrive. And lastly, let's just jump on that roller coaster <laughs> and enjoy the ride. That's why our families are here, right? Yeah. Um, there are two couple of there are a couple of books that I've used quite heavily um, in preparing for this podcast. One of them is Daniel Siegel's book Brainstorm, um, and also Unleashing the Potential of the Teenage Brain by Barry Corbin. We'll put those in our show notes if anyone's interested in um, checking those out. You can have a look for them. Um, also, I think this is probably another episode entirely in itself, but there are lots and lots of examples of kids who are seeking chiropractic care and they're experiencing different challenges or they may have been given certain labels like ADHD or autism or dyslexia. You know, there's so many different things that our kids could be facing or working with in their brains. And what we're noticing just with a couple of these recent examples, um, not only are the kids being able to feel calmer and learn easier the parents are noticing or the support teachers are noticing the classroom teachers are noticing and they're starting to ask what's happened or what's changed in these kids that they are so much happier at school and their brains are able to work differently and it's so simple to us their brain and their nervous system is wiring up differently they're able to express themselves as they should and they are finding an easier way could i say um to navigate the world so like I said, probably an entire episode in itself talking about that stuff. But if you do want to see some of those scans and what do they look like in a child who may be having some difficulty, head over to our Instagram. We put a lot of these stories up there um, and there's just so much more information that can help support your journey for you and your teenagers. So look us up. We are advancedhealthchiropractic.nz or you can find that on the website. And I'm sure we will be chatting soon.